I must admit, I didn't think much of this show the first time I laid eyes on it. Seemed like a bunch of stiffs wasting nice the microphones. Trade of all time happened back in 1803. Go ahead. Napoleon Bonaparte traded the Louisiana Purchase for $3 million. Napoleon, what happened? <laughs> Half the country for $3 million. You can't even get Tucker Barnhart for $3 million. And I came to realize anymore. these guys are funny. And Justin Fields have identical stats the last five weeks about throwing the football. This guy, okay, and folks, is a fidget spinner. some of the best spare. gamblers I've come to know. If you're betting on USC, and or TCU, let it be known, you are a square. TCU is going to hammer this team tomorrow night. I hate to hear that. Tomorrow when we afternoon. come back in here on Monday, you're going to be happy as a lark because USC lost, but you're going to be wrong about TCU. Get ready for the most useless hour of your day. It's time for Boxed Lunch, presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Now, Casey, run that track. Nonetheless, we need to give away some tickets. And if you've been watching this show or you watched our last show, we have two tickets to what seems to be maybe the most electrifying atmosphere that the stadium's ever going to experience. Now, I do know Joe Burrow said that the Dolphins game, excuse me, not the Dolphins game, that would have been Thursday night. I'm talking about the Monday night game with uh, the Bills, that that was the most electric atmosphere that he's ever been a part of. And for whatever reason, I had come across my timeline, the Twitter timeline the other day, that the DJ, I think it's DJ Primetime is his name, of the Bengals, said that they have something up their sleeves for this Sunday that they've never done before, that he believes that it will outdo anything they've ever done before. So, that's all a promo to say that you want these tickets. Now, if you're in the chat, you know the last time you were in the chat, towards the end of the show, you get 10 extra entries. If you're in the chat, you commented because we consider you to be an OG or at least somebody that's a loyal follower of our program. The other way that we're trying to, to promote the idea of doing something that we want you to do with these tickets is to follow us on TikTok. Now, I know many of you don't want the... Uh, don't want the TikTok on your phone. You don't believe in the TikTok and all that. That's fine. I don't here to argue with you about whether or not you should have TikTok. That's beside the point. But if you do have TikTok and you follow us, you will be entered in to win these AFC wildcard tickets. We have a big show today. Um, some passionate topics. We got into it a little bit there at the beginning. I, I'm a firm believer now that the Dolphins are going to possibly win this football game. We'll get into why. Maybe we won't get into it in depth, but I do believe that there's a real possibility of that because, listen, when the person that tells you that these things are going to happen and you don't believe them and then it happens and then you don't believe them and then it happens and then you don't believe them and it happens and it's done that for like four or five years in a row, you start to just believe in it, maybe blindly, and maybe that's where I'm at. But I am here to say that we'll see what happens come Monday uh, about the Buffalo Bills. Now, can they possibly win on a field goal? Sure. But if they win on a field goal, I've said, I still believe the point stands. I would be right in that situation. 
We also talked last time on this show between Paul, Reader, Seho, and Casey that Lamar should not play, right? We said shouldn't play. Should talk to his agent, and he should tell his agent that he shouldn't play because there's no reason to play because the Ravens got, have zero chance to win a Super Bowl. He's got great representation, too. Fellas? Thoughts on the idea that Lamar listened to this show and then decided that's the it. That's it. I think he is hurt, first off. But second off, I think that he's getting paid millions and millions of dollars. He'd be fighting a little harder to get back on that field. I think that. I really do. I think it's a career choice. But like you said, he talked to his agent. Great representation over there in Lamar in Baltimore City. So Lamar Jackson, not playing. Good for our who days. Yeah, just... Take it for good for the Bengals. That's, I mean, I, I, I do think he's hurt. I, and I, like I said, I, I follow a lot of these, these Baltimore guys just because of my time working out there in Baltimore. And I just, I've been seeing him tweet all week and, and all this chatter all week long that I keep seeing about the Ravens. It's, it's a weird mix whenever the Bengals and the Ravens play each other and my timeline intersects. Right. Um, but seeing all these radio hosts that I know really well out there in Baltimore talking about this Lamar situation, it's just so bizarre. Even more so than anything else to me. It's just so weird. And, uh, yeah, I do think he's hurt. But uh, I can't take anything else for just his word on it. Who was the Ravens YouTuber that we had on on Tom's show? Engraven. 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 Casey, thoughts on Engraven saying that Anthony Brown gives the Ravens a better shot to win than your prize jewel of Tyler Huntley? <laughs> First off, Tyler Huntley is not my prize jewel. But... I think the point stands that, you know, they do stand a better chance with someone that can sling the ball a little bit more. Um, I thought that might have been Tyler Huntley, but I think he's definitely proven that wrong. Um, I don't think Anthony Brown is the answer there either, though. They're in a tough spot. I won't lie. They, they, they are down bad. Their wings have been clipped. Um <laughs> I feel bad for him. I really do, because you could just tell he was just—he was just down bad. He was just a sad little puppy. It—it it took all he could to just give us some bulletin board material and say nineteen to twenty-one, Ravens win. It just took all of his power to try to do it. But he didn't have any faith in that whatsoever. Did he actually say that? I wasn't he, watching. He Twenty-one nineteen. He did. Yeah. Game-winning field goal. What did he say? He said 21-19 or 19-21? or 21? He said 19. Oh. Well, but he said he did 19, it. Bengals, Ravens 21. Yeah, so, he's, so he's off. Well, but what he, he's talking about. He did it in a way to tease it. Like, he was like, oh, well, okay. you know, Ravens 19. Or, uh, Bengals 19. Ravens That's 21. Fair. Yeah. That's a small little bit. I don't know why it bothers me, but whenever someone says the score, what, yeah, I, right. what I consider backwards, it just feels completely wrong. Um... Casey, that's a really different take than you had on Monday. I mean, Monday you were acting like Lamar sitting would probably be the best thing for the Ravens completely, and now you have finally admitted. In a roundabout way, without doing it specifically, you have finally admitted to the audience that maybe, just maybe, if Lamar Jackson was a starting quarterback for the Ravens, that gave them the best chance to win. Are you saying that now? I'm not saying <laughs> oh, no. that. What I will say is that when I made that comment, it was because Lamar is hurt. If he played hurt, I don't think that would have given them a very good chance. If he's healthy, then yeah, you obviously want Lamar out there. But that's not the case. And I do agree with you, Reed. I think he's hurt. I don't think he would be sitting when there's millions on the line. And I don't know. I've, 
I've gone back and forth on this, but I think he's hurt. I think he, he legitimately, whatever he posted out there was the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think part of the truth is his contract situation. He's not going to risk his knee without having a contract and future money guaranteed. So, Yeah, it's the, the Ravens did this to themselves, in my opinion. To a small extent, if you believe in the guy, you would have signed him already. I don't think the Ravens are, are full believers in Lamar, obviously. And now they're in a position where they, they want Lamar to play, but they did not do the thing that they needed to do. They did not do the prerequisite to allow him to play in a playoff game when he is hurt. I think if they paid him at the beginning of this year, he'd be in this game. Now, obviously, I think that's all speculative. But at the same time, when you don't pay someone, and then they're in, then they're in a position where they have to worry about their dollars, face it, it's a business. I don't know if you guys have anything else to add here, but... Wouldn't it have been hilarious if, if Lamar... Let's take you into the Baltimore locker room on Tuesday. He, he runs in. He jogs in. He's ready to practice. He's like, let's get this playoff win on Sunday. And someone's like, hey, do you hear about Roquan, Roquan's uh, contract? They're like, oh, what happened to him? $100 million. Oh, man, that foot, that leg, man. I can't walk. <laughs> it's I like the, walk the Jesse anymore. Bates in the end zone that one game this year where he just fell over. He's just yeah. like, Roquan got how much? Oh, yeah. God, this knee. I don't even know what's hurt with Lamar, but it just he's like, ah, I can't walk anymore. Good luck. Good luck, Anthony. That is a wild move by the Ravens is to sign a, you know, off-the-ball linebacker for as much money as they did. And listen, Roquan's a Georgia guy. I like Roquan, but at the same time, that's a big, big move, especially when you got a guy at quarterback who's wanting to get paid and you decided that you were going to pass on that for an extended length of time. Did, did they trade? What did they trade to get him? Uh, Does anyone know? Second-round pick, I believe. Yeah, I'm not sure. But, at the, but my point stands that Lamar, like it or not, he's a human being. And he is not going to be pleased with somebody getting paid when he's was supposed to be the next guy in line. Has been there, done ex, you know, an, an an incredible amount for that organization. At least in my opinion, when you win an MVP for an organization, they should probably put you a little bit higher than a guy that just walked in the doors what four or five weeks ago. Um, so, but that does show you how much they obviously like Roquan. Moving on to. Uh, to the Bills buy thing, I don't want to spend a ton of time on this because obviously we got into that before the show. Listen, you can say what you want, but if you go back and you start dissecting the Bills' schedule a little bit, they might not be as big and bad as you all think. They might not be as dominant as you think they are. They, they play in a division, in my opinion, that isn't, it's not like it's the North, right? Now, with I will say the AFC West was supposed to be the best division in the history of sports, and that didn't turn out to be true. But they're not a team also that, I would argue that's going to for sure completely outscore the Dolphins. If they end up winning 14 to 9, would anyone be surprised? Paul, looks like you have something that you want to add here. No? Maybe? I mean, I do, but I was. Go ahead. No, I, 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 so, you know, obviously I, I talked a lot about the Bills during the pick segment, and one of my best friends is a, is a diehard Bills fan. He has season tickets. He drives from Cincinnati back to Buffalo for every home game. He's going to every Buffalo home playoff game that they play. You know, I, I listen to the Bills talk every week. I follow them fairly closely just because of him. Um, I, I'm kind of with you. The more I was sitting over there, and this is where I said, that I am not going to be a fraud and change my pick as the bracket went on. But if I was a fraud and was going to do that, then I, I I was thinking about it because the more I went back into the schedule and was looking at it and thinking about some of the games this year, the Bills did win in Kansas City. But, you know, they, they, they've 
had some injuries this year, and you're talking about a team that that's not completely healthy. I mean, look at Demar Hamlin. I mean, he, he was a defensive starter. Like, you know, uh, they are missing a key piece of that defense. So if you break it down and you look at it, you know, I I, I think mentally, like if I go back in here and I'm I'm doing a playoff contest, like I'll keep my bracket the way it is on the show, but I'm also going to enter into these fantasy playoff bracket contest I'm going to pick the Bengals because the more that I go back into it and I look at it and I, I put my literal money where my mouth is I think that the Bengals against a Bills team that they haven't played in a full game and the way that they started out you know even this past Monday night I, I like I like the way that's setting up for the Bengals listen I until I see it happen with my own eyes there is no way that you can convince my brain that the Dolphins have any chance to win this game on Sunday. No chance with Skylar Thompson. You cannot convince me. I mean, you could tell me that the, that the Dolphins cover. Sure, two touchdowns, fine, whatever. That's a big spread in the NFL. But to look at the Bills who, I mean, you, you look at their schedule, out of their 13 wins, eight are against teams that have an over 500 record. All three of their losses, two of them are against one against Minnesota, the number two seed in the NFC. One of them's against Miami early on in the year, and then the other one's against a division rival in the Jets who fell down at the end of the year. So it's not like they've, they've played bad. They've had a really good schedule. They've beaten the teams. They've played really well ever since that loss against Minnesota. They haven't lost since November 13th, so about the same winning streak that the Bengals have been on. You cannot convince my brain that Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins can beat Buffalo in Buffalo. You just can't do it. There's no way I can go around. And I think, I know this goes against Trace's, uh, I won't say rant, Trace's system, but everything that happened, DeMar Hamlin, right? It, I know they had the kick, the run back, and that was magical, and that was you can't write that better in a movie script. But I just don't think with everything that's going on, with how fueled up they are, they aren't going to blow the brakes off of the Dolphins. Yeah, I I keep looking. I'm looking currently at the box scores. Also took them 13 and a half, so. <laughs> for Miami and um, the last couple games where Skylar Thompson has played. Well, that and Jets game was electric. Who oh, is Skylar Thompson? I mean, I'm just not even going to beat around the bush here. Yeah, I've I never no heard of this guy. I don't know where he played in college. I don't know a thing about him. K Who is he? baby. K-State, Big 12. Okay. All right. I don't know if he's a rookie. I'll say it for the people that are listening that might be thinking the same thing. But, I know, I mean, I know he, they didn't score a touchdown against the Jets last week. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at it right now, and he just dinked and dunked. Skyler John Thompson was born June 4th, <laughs> 1997. He's an American football quarterback for the Miami Dolphins of the National Football League. He played college football at Kansas State. Casey, what's their mascot? Uh, I know it's like, uh, I know it's a cat of some sort. There you go. There wild we go. Cat. Wildcats. Wildcats. Oh, nice. they are the Wildcats. They're pretty wild. Nice. Wildcats. So, hey, listen, I'm going to sit here and talk about how improbable it is. And it is relatively improbable. We're not going to, I'm not, I'm not even going to sit up here and act like, you know, that it's a, it's a pick em game. Because if it was, then that's probably what Vegas would put it at. But I'm also not going to sit here and act like it's not feasible. You know, that's the way that I feel like the perception is around this game. That it's, oh, it's, it's basically the Bills like I put on the screen. The Bills have a bye. They don't have a bye. They don't have a bye. They played the Patriots last week 
And again, you're, I know the people in the chat are going to be like, well, they did do it, so that you can't say that. Listen, how many times have you seen someone return two kickoffs for a touchdown? Not often. Rarely, if ever. All I'm trying to say is, is that if you want to sit here and make fun of the fact that the Patriots aren't a very good football team, and they have no chance of beating anyone relatively good, if they don't return two kickoffs for touchdowns, it's a, it's a, it's a tough game. Four-quarter game. That's what you're going to have. That's what you're going to have in Buffalo this week, in my opinion. You're going to have a four-quarter game, and I'm also going to say this. It might, feel like, it might feel like it's a big deal that you're this big, powerful favorite, but you know what's not going to feel good is when there's a restless crowd in the middle of the third quarter going into the fourth quarter when it's a three-point game. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a four- or five-point game, whatever that is. It's not going to be like you're there to win the game. It's going to feel like when you're in the NCAA tournament and you're a one seed and you're playing a nine seed and you're tied with about four minutes left. Advantage, team that's not supposed to win. We'll see. I, I, uh, I just wanted to do a little research into the injury report. Um, I just looked at Miami Dolphins injury report and they have Taron Armstead, their star offensive tackle. Right. Do you want to hear what his injury is? It's a toe, peck, knee, hip injury. Got to see a bunch of different doctors. So his, body, body, is just, his yeah. body is just deteriorating. And then Bradley Chubb, the guy they traded for, he didn't practice Wednesday. He was limited on Thursday. Well, Mike sure Williams, too, isn't. And then Liam Meikenberg, their starting guard, didn't practice Wednesday and Thursday. Melvin Ingram. Trace is going to come in here on Monday just or wait, no, throwing money at us. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will be. Here's like. Here's oh the thing gosh, this injury list is about brutal. about Trace and I was trying to push back against him before the we Chargers. get in this. Trace, it your system has won you a lot of money. But it has conflicted your brain to where you see that the Miami Dolphins are a play to cover this week. Doesn't mean they're going to win. And you sat on Twitter spaces, you've Sat here in the office. You've sat here on the box lunch talking about how the Dolphins are frauds. You're tired of hearing people talk about the Dolphins. And here we are. To be the contrarian in the room, yeah. you want to sit up there and go, wow, the Dolphins are going to win this game with their third-string quarterback against the Bills in Buffalo. I think they have a chance to win the game. It's going to be, it's going to be a tight football game. And if I'm, if I'm wrong, you can laugh at me and say I'm wrong. It's as simple as that. I, I, I will say this. It will shock me. Dollar. It will shock me. That's fine. Fair. That's a fair dollar. I only said it once so far. Twice. <laughs> it's a. It's a. It's. It would shock me if San Francisco, the Bengals, and the Bills win. It would shock me. I feel like the Bills are the most comfortable to win out of those three teams too. Yeah. All right. But they could cover. Right? Yeah, the Dolphins yeah, cover here. I, I, this, isn't, this isn't about predicting a spread. I'm saying the notion of everyone saying that they have a bye is completely false to me. It's, it's completely not true. The, the, the Bills have not earned, to me, the opportunity to just automatically pin them into the next round. You, everyone can say that. Everyone can believe that. But I'm telling you, I think it's going to be a little more tougher than people believe it's going to be. It's that simple. This is the NFL. This is not this is not college football that we've talked about before. You have grown men that are very, very good at a specific game, and more times than not, yes, there's backups and all that, but you know what? I'm sure, I'm sure, and again, Skylar Thompson's not Brock Purdy, but I'm sure people were saying the same thing about San Fran at one point about how they have a third string quarterback and they're not gonna play that well. So it's one game. 
we'll see how we'll see how it stacks out. So, so before we get on this, just yeah. just push back against that parlay that everyone's doing with the Niners, Bills, and, and Bengals. That parlay, without changing anything, is minus one forty nine. If you took a third of one of your units and put it on every one of the dogs, the the Ravens, the Dolphins, or the Seahawks, you'll make more money than if you did did it this way. Just saying, if you put half a unit on each one of those dogs, you'll All make right. more money. Well, then I will. I, I and, and again, it's I think it's a good it's a good bet. Will it hit? Might might, might not, but it's a good bet. I like the I, I like the, the chances of that happening. Uh, plus 1,000 Super Bowl champions. I was sitting there outside saying, you know, what are, what are the dark horses that could win it all? Or what are the teams that seem to have the best value to win it all? Clearly, we don't think they might, you know, they're not favorited, clearly. But mm -hmm. I, I do think that there are, we've done it in this office before. We've sat here and said, what are the teams that we think might win their division that don't look like they're possibly going to win? But, but for whatever reason, perception clouds reality. And we said the Jags and we said the Lions. Lions, I, Lions did not come true based off of a tiebreaker. We were on the right side. The, yeah, and the Jags, they came true. They have. So I think the easy answer. First of all, we'll lay out the list. Um, if you have it in front of you, you want to just read them off, reader. Yeah, we got um, Dallas Cowboys at plus twelve hundred, Chargers at um, plus two thousand, Buccaneers at plus twenty eight hundred. Uh, Vikings plus 3,500, Ravens plus 3,500, Jaguars um, plus 5,000, Giants plus 5,500, Dolphins plus 6,000, and Seahawks plus 7,000. So um, I know that Luke liked the Seahawks. I think so that the championship I, round. Uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine in a world where the, the Seahawks get to the, get to the Super Bowl. It, yeah, I mean, it, it would. T what his scenario was, if is if they can beat the 49ers, he thinks that they've got an easy matchup with either the Vikings or the Giants, and that they would get to the championship round. And then from, from there, I don't think he thought that they would move on. But well, let's back up on that point really quickly. If if they were to win, and I need to pull up, and my apologies for not being prepared here. I need to pull up the the rankings for the playoffs. Um, for the Seahawks to get to the championship round, they would have to beat the 49ers in the who, first game. What's their ranking? What's the Seahawks' the seventh seed? seed? So who's yeah, the who, who's the eighth seed? There is, is no eighth seed. So they're the lowest seed. Yeah. So whatever whatever point that was, they don't know. No, I'm not trying to crush anyone here on the show, but that's not how the NFL works. The lowest seed has to play the highest seed. So if the Seahawks were to win this game, they, the they have to play the Eagles. Right. Right. So good luck terrible terrible that's beyond bad if we're being honest just saying what the well, seahawks I mean, to, to, to the win seahawks the seahawks to win the super bowl because here's here's my thought on the whole thing when i'm thinking through these long odds and paul knows where i'm probably going with this it's not even that you have to be 100 percent right it's that you need to get close enough to be right to be able to start to win significant money by hedging it yeah it's you, you'd be an idiot to sit there to have the seahawks in the super bowl playing against the Bengals or the chiefs or the bills or whoever else Maybe the Dolphins. The Seahawks uh, to win the NFC are twenty five is twenty five to one. Yeah, you'd, you'd be an idiot not to hedge that on the Super Bowl. So the easy answer for me is the Cowboys. But the team that I honestly would probably take would be the Vikings because they had they have the highest seed. They're the three seed, yeah. Yeah, they have the highest seed to where you could just say they. I don't know. They find ways to win. I don't know how they find ways to win, but they do. And I don't like the Vikings, but I think that's the best value. Outside of the Chargers, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, clearly the Cowboys are the most complete roster out of the teams that have long odds. They're the most complete roster. You got Dak Prescott there. Um, the problem is, is the Cowboys' woes over the past few seasons, um, really ever since the this turn of the millennium and the postseason, they have not been good. The last time that they've they've won a road playoff game, which they're going to have to do this weekend, um, Troy Ekman and Steve Young were the starting quarterbacks in that game. Uh, I mean, you'd be uh, call me a square for this one, but if I have to take a long odds to to win the Super Bowl, which I'm not, because I don't think any of the long odds are going to win the Super Bowl. So take this with a grain of salt. If I had to take anyone, you've got to, you, you've got to go to the guy that's done it seven times, and that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like I said, I don't even think that they're going to win this Monday. But if I had to go with someone to, to win it all, I'm going to go with the guy who's done it seven times in, in, in Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's not bad logic. Uh, I'm out on the Chargers. Tom, Tom Brady's, I mean, he's not good. Now, I've said that before, and I've been... I don't even think I've been wrong. I, I, I don't want us to come in here to the to the level that Casey was at the other day and talk about how I think Tom Brady let me let me defend Casey really fast with this. I think Casey was just trying to lay out the idea that Tom Brady was very, very fortunate in his career. Yeah. And that's, that's inarguable. That's, all I was trying to say. that's inarguable. Right? I mean, he was in an organization that had incredible defenses. And you can still give Tom Brady his flowers by also saying that he's very, very, very fortunate, right? I don't think Tom Brady takes Joe Burrow's situation personally and does what Joe Burrow has done so far. I don't. I think a lot of Tom Brady's success was largely because he was in a great organization. And then I will say my, time, my, my thought process on this had shifted when the back half of his career, I started to actually think Tom Brady became very elite, not in perhaps the physical skill set that he had, but largely because he was very, very knowledgeable about the game himself, and he just made the right play, right? More times than not, he made the right play in his career, got the ball out quick. You heard that saying all the time, he gets the ball out quick. But I'm not going to sit up here and say that he wasn't fortunate. He went to Tampa Bay for a reason. If you could say anything about Tom Brady, you can say he's incredibly intelligent. I mean, he went to Tam he went to Tampa Bay largely because he knew how good of a team they had. He and I, is that is that a fair like that? I don't even feel like this is like a hot topic. Is that arguable that he didn't go to Tampa? He he won largely because he was in a pretty damn good system in New England, and then he turns around and went to Tampa, and they went eight and eight with Jameis Winston, who threw 30, 30 interceptions. Is that Bruce Arians is a good coach. I mean, is, is that a – is I don't know. Is that – I don't think it's a hot take. I mean, that's kind of where I was coming from when I said that he was the most lucky quarterback in NFL. But, you know – It is what it is, yeah. My, my takes are going to be misconstrued just because of my takes on Mahomes <laughs> and every other quarterback in the league. But that that's where I was coming from on that. I don't think it's unfair for us to say – just to go off of Reader's point, um, that would probably be my team. I think he's garnered the respect. And when you think about the path to the Super Bowl, he's playing against a team that he's dominated before. He's in their head. Then he's going to go play against probably the Eagles. And when he goes to play against the Eagles, he dominated them last year. I mean, they the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers made him look silly. Just absolutely terrible. And... 
I think that might play into effect. And the fact that in the last couple of years, the number one seed on either side has been one and done for the last couple of years. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, all right, Reader, you have some buy or sell topics. Is that still a thing? Yeah. So I'm a, I crafted a storyline for each one of these playoff games. Um, and we'll go around the room, round table stocks. That's how we do it here on the box lunch. And you're going you're gonna to give me a buy or sell and the reason that you're going to buy or sell this, this storyline. Good. Number right. Let's do it. Paul's right. going first. We'll go straight in the circle. All right. So we'll start straight. with the first game this Saturday, starting at 4:30. Seattle versus the 49ers. The 49ers will dominate the Hawks for the third time this season. The 49ers have won by double digits both times they played. This will be the third time. Buying or selling? Yeah, I'm buying. I, I'm buying what the, the what the Niners are selling me. Trace. I'm gonna buy the Niners. Going to buy the Niners, dominate for the third time this season. Now you've had you've had the take that it, it's going to be tough for the Bengals to win a division game three times all season long. So same goes over here. I mean, the, the 49ers have beaten the Seahawks two times pretty handily. You think they do it a third time? Is what you're telling me? Yes. Okay. 49ers too good. Brandon, buying or selling? Buying the 49ers. Buy, 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 buy. I'm buying too. I'm high. That's on the a 49ers. sweep. It's a we, clean sweep. I bought, we, I bought a lot of stock in them a while ago. We need I had to sell a little bit with Brock Purdy, but we need to buy. A, we need to get a Jim Cramer. Buy, 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 sell, 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 sell button for Brandon over there. All right, the night game. Yes. Chargers versus Jaguars. The Chargers are two and a half point favorites right now. The winning quarterback stakes their flag. Both rising stars, Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. The winning quarterback stakes their flag. In the AFC QB debate to be thought of as in the same tier as Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Josh Allen. Trevor Lawrence wins this game. Can he stake his flag there? Justin Herbert wins this game. Can they stake their flag there? First playoff game for both quarterbacks. Ooh, I don't think this – I'm going to sell that just because I don't think this game means that much. If they were to win the next game, I think you could start to have that conversation, especially for all the people that have talked about Justin Herbert for a while. I think Trevor Lawrence is new on the scene, right? Right. Uh, I, I think we've been hearing about Justin Herbert for long enough now that you could buy that if they won two, but I'm going to sell it based on just this game. Trace. Well, I've been a Herbert guy. I think he's the most talented quarterback. Um, he, he belongs right there at the top in the AFC with all the other quarterbacks that are listed. He does more with less. Than, than almost anybody in the entire NFL. <laughs> you guys can laugh at that all you want. We'll see how their careers stake out, but you're not going to convince me that the, the, the fortunate situations that every single other quarterback has been put into um, isn't even closely comparable to Herbert. Uh, I'm going to sell that, though, because I don't think that they're going to win one game and be put on a pedestal. They're, the, to Paul's point, they have to win the next game. I am hopeful because I think that Herbert deserves his flowers. I don't know if he has the team around him that's going to be able to help him get there. But if they can survive again in Jacksonville, I do think that there's something to be said about the idea that him going up against Mahomes and winning that, that then that's his breakthrough moment. I, it's funny you say what you were talking about before, Trace, where you feel like the Chargers can beat the Chiefs, but we think the Jaguars might win this game because I feel the same way. I feel like the Jaguars probably win this game. But if the Chargers get it done in Jacksonville and then go to Kansas City, 
I mean, I, I'm looking at LA in that game. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I feel I feel like saying Herbert's done more with less is a is a stretch of logic because he has a lot of weapons down there over there in LA. He does. Yeah, Austin Eckler seemingly seemingly scores every day. Casey or Mike Williams has been great. He's out, man. Yeah, he's Williams. out. He's out though. He's that, out this that week. That parlay I made the other day is uh, oh, no. in the tank. So just take that out and right and now it's like a plus eleven hundred or something like that. Yeah. All right, Brandon. I agree with uh, Paul and Trace. So, so we're selling we're selling the the second one. Casey, you're gonna buy? No, I'm not buying because clean sweeps. This I I, I just mm. don't think Trevor Lawrence winning this game means anything for him. And same for Justin Herbert. I feel like if he beats the Chiefs, that's kind of where Joe Burrow got his flowers. Right, was winning the AFC Championship game that finally was just kind of like, okay, we gotta give this guy at least the top three respect. But for me, I just don't see well, how. I don't see how this game in particular between Herbert and Herbert Lawrence is this his is, first time in the playoffs. This is both their, both first, both playoff their first playoff games. Time. So I, I, I think there's sell. been I think there's been more hype around Herbert. Uh, Definitely more hype. So I think he has more to gain by winning the playoff game because he hasn't. I know neither of them have done it yeah. yet, but because there's so much hype around him, I think him winning would mean more. And I think people are catching up with the Trevor Lawrence. They've won five of their last six games. He's going to play in a bad division for his entire career, so he's got a chance here to to, to stake some. But I think the consensus here he's to is play Desmond Ritter. It's a game short. It's a game short. It's a game short. I would also say this though: if they, that's is that three times? I think I caught myself. Yep. That's three times. <laughs> <laughs> if they have big games like four touchdowns, four hundred yard games, uh, that might sway my opinion. I, if they win because of whoever wins, Trevor and or Herbert. I think they get elevated no matter what happens in the following game. All right. So the the next one, we're going to Sunday, 1 p.m. Bills, Dolphins, and I know this is going to – we're not going to have a consensus here. The Dolphins will be done by halftime. The game will be over by halftime. You buying or selling? Mm. Yeah, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that. Uh now, do the Dolphins cover, like I said on Tom's show, where they, it's like they're losing by 20? And they get, and they get some, like, BS touchdown at the end, and they cover, which is – I mean, I, I'm, I took the Dolphins to cover. Sure. But I don't think this game will ever be in doubt. Halftime, though, man. Because I think, I, I think back even to the, the Bengals game that we were at this past weekend. That game was over by halftime. Took the wind out of the sails in the stadium immensely. Yeah, but it just it – just, even in the second half, like the Ravens made a couple of runs, and it just kind of felt like, well, are, the, are the Ravens going to get back into this? And they never did. It was a weird second half. The wind was out of the sails. But I, I do think that you can turn this game off at halftime and not miss anything. Trace, you buying or selling? I don't think you need to know my answer. <laughs> I, Number one Dolphins fan. The fact that this is even a part of the question proves the point that I was talking about earlier. All right. Well, Brandon? I am going to sell on that because I think – you said it's over by halftime. I think it could be at like a 10-point game at halftime. That's not over. But I do have the Dolphins – or, uh, yeah, I do have Buffalo covering 13 and a half. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm selling that too. I, I'm not going to – anything can happen in a football game, and I still think the Bills will, will cover. I just don't – I don't think you can ever say a game is over by halftime. Unless it's Georgia versus TCU. That was over. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
great point because what what's the parameter of being over? Is it 20, 24 to three? Yeah, I guess I guess that's a better there's, question. There's some well, there's going to be some some college basketball games to where this game it's two it's two thirty. You're at halftime of this game and you're turning on some college basketball and you're like, ah, this is a close game. I'm going to watch this one and and worry about the NFL game later. Oh yeah, you're not you're not locked yeah. into you're not locked into the Bills Dolphins game. You're going to go watch something else. Got it. That's like. 17 and a half is the line of it being over then in my in my like perception of if i was watching a game and it was more than 17 points i would be like okay this game's probably over i'd Intra probably go ahead i was gonna say i would probably flip it at 21 points three touchdowns over i'd be like all right this game's over sure okay trace we were trying to figure out a way to 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 wager this game when we were getting heated out there yep. how about this we make it nice and easy we both take a touchdown the other way i'll take give me I'll take a I'll get on the sports book, I'll get on Betfred, and I'll take the alternate line for the Bills at minus nineteen and a half. So that's six points. And you can you can take them at seven and a half for, for the Dolphins and we'll see if either one of us wins. Right. Deal? So then there's a chance we both lose. Yeah, but we, we we've been on this wagon that I don't think this game's gonna be close and you think it is gonna be a tightly knit ball game. Right. You could also take the Bills you can also take the Dolphins to cover thirteen. You can do what you want. But like we said, staking our flag. I'll stake my flag on, on 19 and a half, and you, you stake it at seven and a half. Deal? I love how we both don't love each other's uh, – we both don't love each other's bet because I proposed the idea of, Mr. There's no way that the Bills can possibly lose this game. I said, okay, you give me 14 points over the spread, I'll give you 14 points less. So if the Bills were to lose, I win. And if if somehow the Bills blow them out like they should, beat them by more than 28. Sport in the 28 NFL. Or ridiculous in the NFL. All right. It's the same thing, though, both ways. 14 it's and 14. It's not the same thing, and you know that's not. Just because the math is the same doesn't mean it's it's the same thing. All right, let's move to the to the 4, four o'clock game. I was looking for a storyline for this Giants-Vikings game, and I think – out of all of the teams, this is the one game that doesn't have that doesn't pique a whole lot of interest. It might be a closely knit ball game, but it doesn't have you know the the teams that might win the Super Bowl like 49ers, Bengals, Bills. It doesn't have that Monday night feel, and it doesn't have uh, the Jaguars, Chargers that seem so evenly contest. So this will be the most boring playoff game by yourself. Ooh, the most boring. Daniel Jones versus Kirk Cousins at 4 p.m. on Sunday. I'm trying to think of any of the others that would be more boring. I mean, the Just for that day or the whole weekend? Whole weekend. This will be the most boring playoff game this weekend. What's the other? It's got to be that game. The Dolphins-Bills could be if it turns into a blowout, but I'm going to – yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that because I think that even if this – I think even this game at it – this game at its most exciting is still boring. Right. It's if it's twenty four seventeen and coming down to a last drive, you're still like, oh, really? Giants, Vikings? My my Daniel Jones gotta drive eighty yards Heart here. Heart pumping on this one. Yeah. I'll buy, buy, or sell I'll, buy Chase. I'll buy it. I'm actually going to buy that as well, largely because I feel like most of the public perceives both of those teams as not good enough to make any impact in the playoffs at all. So whether one wins or the other loses, you don't really feel like there's much to gain from either of those. Mm -hmm. Every other game, I think that you could make the case that it is relatively important. Certainly, Ravens v. v Bengals, if the Ravens were to muddy that game up, make it really ugly, and the, let's say the Ravens were to win that game, then it's a huge impact in the NFL playoffs. Right. 
And then you could go to the Tampa Bay facing the Cowboys. Certainly that game might get ugly at times, but still you, there's storylines there. There's no storyline that I can come up with in my brain for the Vikings and the Giants. So I think you're spot on with that. Brandon? I will buy as well. That's I, I just don't, there's nothing there's nothing sexy about that game. Casey. Um so first off, I, I won't even be watching any of the Sunday games except for the Bengals Ravens. I'm gonna be tailgating all day and I don't feel like I'm gonna miss anything. Not bringing a TV out there? Oh, you'll have a no, TV. No, you'll there'll, there'll be there'll be stuff probably there. I'll probably go visit Longworth, I'll probably go down to the banks. You'll be watching but, Xavier and Marquette. That's what you'll be doing. What time do they play? One? Noon. Mm. Yeah, but I mean if I weren't going to tailgate, I don't know if I would find it the most boring um, because I think it's going to be the closest. And I, I enjoy those types of games. So it's more just a personal opinion of mine. So I'm just going to be different and say I'm selling or are we buying? Selling. You're selling. selling. I'm selling. You're the only one selling. I think Paul said it best when he said this game at its most exciting doesn't move the needle. And that's true. Yeah. It really does. All right, so we get to Sunday night football down at Paycor Stadium. The Bengals will struggle to cover a double-digit spread because the Ravens will muddy it up. Yes, bye. Absolutely bye. I know I picked the, the Bengals to, to cover on Tom's show, but look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And we've picked the Bengals every single game this year. I'm not picking the against the Bengals now at this point in the season. I'm going to continue to pick the Bengals against the spread in every game the rest of the season as long as they're playing. But I do think that they they may cover. You're saying they were struggle to cover. Right. I do think that they will struggle to cover this game. Trace? Uh, I, this is a difficult one for me. Um, one of those games where I don't know if I have a strong opinion either way. It almost feels like a weird... It almost feels like the Ravens are either going to somehow maybe win this game or they're just going to get taken to the woodshed. I, you don't think it's going to, you don't think either way you're going to be sweating in the fourth quarter on a cover. You think it's going to be, it's going to be the Bengals blowing them out or the Ravens are have a lead late in the game and you're not sweating 10 and a half or whatever the spread is at the, at the current moment. That's uh, well stated. I, I don't believe that the line itself is something in which I feel like at the end of the game you are going to be like, oh, are they going to cover or not going to cover based off this field goal they're going to kick or this touchdown they're going to try to score. I I think it could end up being like a 17-14 to 14 game or the Bengals could get hot because the one thing about the Ravens, in order for them to try to keep this game close, in my opinion, they're going to have to try to make sure that the Bengals don't get off to a good start or score what I would call a couple touchdowns early. Mm-hmm. Because I do think they're going to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball, and they're not going to be too concerned about whether or not they're even scoring. I think that they're mostly going to try to just keep the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands and then let it get to that third, let it get to that fourth quarter where they then have the opportunity of something, I don't want to call it fluky, but something fluky happening. Strip sack, block punt, you know, maybe it's one of those situations where there's a broken play and they score a touchdown that they traditionally wouldn't score. They're not going to go blow for blow with the Bengals. They're going to have to make this disgusting. And I think they're going to try to do that. Brandon, buying or selling? I'm buying that they'll muddy it up. That they'll muddy it up. But I also have the Bengals covering earlier in the week at 7. So that's good. Yeah, that's, good. That, that's, get, that's getting in a, a right. head of the market turn. Casey, I feel like you're going to have a strong opinion on this one. Yeah. Um... <laughs> 
I honestly, so when you say muddy it up, I'm going to say this instead. The dollar. offense, the, that's another dollar. Uh, the offense struggles, the defense dominates, but they still cover. All right. Oh, two games in a row where the offense struggles. The yep. Cincinnati does not bode well. The Cincinnati Bengals have never won a playoff game in back-to-back seasons. That oh. Is a fact. Now, granted, we went 30 years without winning a playoff game, so that shouldn't shock you guys too, no, too far. No, but I just hate This is only that. the third time that they've won, gone to back-to-back seasons. They did it back in the late 80s. They did it, obviously, the five-year stretch earlier this decade. And this, they're back-to-back champions. So, I will say this. Prepare your hearts. It's a dollar. If this, oh gosh, there it is. Prepare your hearts. At least get your heart ready for what it would feel like if they lose. I'm just telling you guys to prepare. Oh, no. I won't be in on Monday. Oh, oh Lord. No. I'm Read. Just, I'm just telling you, prepare it. Don't let it be a shock to the system. You don't go straight into the ice bath. You dip your toe first, right? You don't, you don't, you don't let it. Friday the 13th has this show down bad today. Monday night. Bad. Monday night. That's horrible advice, by the way. You jump straight into the cold bath. Dip your toe. No. No, you get you just go right in. Monday night, Cowboys Bucks. Tom Brady undefeated against the Cowboys. Cowboys haven't won a playoff game since the 90s on the road. The storyline here is Tom continues the Cowboys postseason woes. I'm gonna sell this. I think the Cowboys win the game. I'm gonna I'm selling this one, but I'm not you know, this game, for me, and we can talk more about it on Monday because we'll have a show on Monday. Right. I I don't know if this is going to be that good of a game. Like, it's a prime time. Everybody's talking about it. It's a you. big brand, right? It's it's the Cowboys. It's the two biggest and brands the in the Bucks. NFL. It's Tom Brady versus the Cowboys. Yeah, it's exactly what the NFL wants in prime time on a Monday night. But I don't know. Is this going to really be a good game? I'm selling that. I think Still- the Cowboys win. Brandon, or Brandon, Trace, you buying or selling? I'm selling. I'm selling that. I think the best, I'll be a square if you don't call me a square, whatever it is. I am I am going to put some good money on the Cowboys, and I might even put some good money on the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. It's the best value, in my opinion. Of all of the odds that I've looked at, I think the Cowboys have the best bang for your buck to win the Super Bowl. They have a pass rush. They have a defense at times that has gotten really hot, that has been difficult to score on. And they do have some weapons on the offensive side. And Dak is capable of playing well. Do I think he's a great quarterback? No. But I think he's capable of playing well. And they're a team that if they can get hot, they have proven that they can beat just about anybody in this league. They have already done that. They smashed the Vikings, right? They, they beat the Eagles. They outscored the Eagles. It wasn't like it was a game where you could say, oh, the Eagles are playing a bunch of backups on, on offense. They didn't have... Uh, Jalen Hurts well I mean how many points do the Eagles need to score before you say that maybe just maybe that the Cowboys match up relatively well with the uh, the Eagles the other side of the coin is is Tampa Bay I don't care what anyone says they're not good so I will gladly be wrong I will gladly be wrong if uh, if somehow Tom Brady pulls out it pulls it out again there's just no way I don't think the square pick is the Cowboys. I know the spread leans that way. I think the square pick might be the Buccaneers. That seems too easy, though. It really seems too easy. Tampa Bay's been 
just seems like right. terrible all year. The Cowboys, at least at times, have been like, damn, this team's pretty damn good. I mean, they beat the Vikings by like a million. 70% of the money is currently on the Buccaneers, 60% of the tickets. Brandon, you buying or selling that Tom Brady continues the Cowboys postseason woes? I am buying that. I put money on the Bucks to win. Although, according to the Google machine, Tom Brady over his career is 500 in wildcard round games. He hasn't played a whole lot in them. No. But, what uh, is he, one and one? <laughs> no, I think he's uh, three and three. Or... All right. Much better, much better record in the divisional and conference championship round because that's and when it gets Super real Bowl. easy. Yeah, the wild card is where where it's kind of tough. Yeah, no, I think the Bucks are going to win this game. Bengals fans should know. Uh, Casey, <laughs> you buying or selling? Uh, um, man, this is a tough one. Um, it's tough. That's another one of the, the sayings. By yeah, the way. put you got to put the jar for that. You had five minutes to think about it. What you got for us? I will <laughs> buy, I guess, as much as I hate that. I'm, I'm buying it. Tom Brady is in Alice's head. so I think this is, this is tough because either way, you can, regardless, Tuesday morning, you're going to be like, yeah, I kind of saw that one coming. Yeah. Whether, whether it's the Cowboys whooping tail and you're like, yeah, you saw that one coming. Or Tom Brady beating the Cowboys, you're like, yeah, I saw that one coming. Yeah. Either way. So we'll get into the, that's the, that's the buy or sell segment. Fair enough. Buy or sell segment. Okay. Guys, we got a great week of, weekend of, of sports. Yeah, so I asked Reed before we uh, jumped in here. I said, Reed, do me a favor. I don't know if you had time to do this, Reed, or not. If you don't, that's okay. We could sit here and just have everybody chime in on what they think the best slots are for every week. You know, I used to go to my grandparents' house, and uh, back in the day, they used to have these little booklets uh, that I know that the chat, certainly most of the folks in the chat know, but there's probably some people that genuinely have no idea what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. They used to have these books that they would have on the counter. They used to call them TV guides, Paul. I still get it, one every week. Oh, of course you do, Paul. Of course. Of all the yeah. people that have I get a one. phone still attached to their wall, a guy that has cable, a guy that gets the, the, the daily newspaper from multiple sources delivered to his house every day, of course he has the TV guide. Damn but right. the TV guide this week has to be elite. Elite. It's one of the – I was sitting there trying to debate. Is this a top five – sports watching weekend of the year it has to be and it's just because of the, the the volume of opportunities to watch games i know yesterday we did a poll and we had master sunday on there we had the super bowl we had march madness day one and two and i think we had like a random october weekend where you got college football you had the nfl and then you kind of had like the world series going on at the same time the super bowl prevailed which in for, for my money the Super Bowl is like the worst one because it's just one single game. Right. You don't know if it's going to be 100% good or not. Like, if it's great, turns out that's all good and well. Man, I know you have like your party and whatnot perhaps earlier in the day. More times than not, the games, you're not even going to have a game that you're specifically like all in on unless one of your teams just happens to be two of the, of the teams remaining in the NFL. So I think that's a terrible take. And somehow that was 50% of our chat. I mean... That's just bad. That's I don't want to say bad, but that's just nowhere near as close to the best television watching. This weekend, you have an elite amount of college basketball games with every game that matters in the NFL is win or go home. So we put up a TV guide. It's a full, it's a full screen image. It's the only way it full works. Full screen image. I yep. don't know if uh, was it inside of singular or what singular. Do we have? So it's it's labeled Saturday. Give give the Saturday. This is Saturday yep. schedule, and we've we've handcrafted. Your viewing experience. So at 12 o'clock, you're going to tune in to Kentucky to see oh, if Calipari no. can hold on 
to his job. Kentucky's, Why are you subjecting Kentucky's to this winning. Game? Kentucky's winning that game. Well, I'll tell you this: Tennessee. it can only go up from here after twelve. Kentucky's winning that game. Tennessee, Tennessee's the best defensive team in the country, and Kentucky can't score. I don't. There are opportunities where I think Brandon, you're right, where they do like surprise his, people. This is his game of the year in Thompson Bowling Arena in Knoxville. I don't think this is it. Go ahead, Greed. Two p.m. You got K State versus TCU. Awesome. Uh, two game. ranked teams. So you can watch that through its entirety. Then you can catch the first half of the other Big 12 game, which is Iowa State versus Kansas. Then you got the Seahawks at 430, and then must have been cut off the graphic because I think I put it in there, was the the Chargers-Jaguars game late at night. It just got cut off, didn't it? Yep. That's all right. The viewers know. Yeah. So that's, that's your Saturday changing slate. There it is. I mean, the, the positive thing about Kentucky being on there first is that it genuinely can't get worse. Gets better. That's like, um, you always talk about a good appetizer, Reed. I do love a good appetizer. Lost last night. But this is, this is, this is a bad appetizer. So, Sean Spurlock out there. Who does bad appetizers in the, in the restaurant industry? Do we have any of those? The worst appetizer... We can, I think I think the unless yeah, our, the unless, the unless our uh, chat is is um you know they just can't read they should, they, should, they yeah they, you can go they, and take that they, graphic they got up, the right? graphic but who does bad appetizers uh I mean Applebee's are, are does App- Applebee's they don't even do appetizers they do They're, they nuke them well okay we're, we're talking let me let, time out let me back up I what guess, is the worst appetizer I guess we need to preference the fact that. When I think of appetizers, sometimes I think of like kind of a almost like a freebie that you get. Those are elite, right? Like bread. Oh, yeah, like, like bread. the free bread at Texas Roadhouse or fire chips and salsa at most of Chip. your Mexican restaurants. Right, right. that's hard Asian, to free. Do sit down Asian restaurants ever give you a, a, a an appetizer, a freebie? No, they don't miso do that. soup, right? The miso soup at, at Asian restaurants or at a got oh Charlie's arch oh Charlie's bread. So I gotta I gotta yeah, give those a are good. I got to give a take about my boy Sean out there who helped me put together this TV schedule. Yes, this is funny. So I'm putting it together, and he right out the gate goes, yeah, Kentucky, Tennessee's on there. I said, oh, yeah, that's great. So I put it on, and then at 2 o'clock, you see that Big 12 game, and I also just outwardly say, I go, ah, Providence is playing at Creighton. He goes, oh, my God, I'm tired of your Big East talk. Creighton's terrible, brother. <laughs> and I'm like, Sean, I, I mean, you, you just told me to put on the Kentucky game. We, If you're in the Discord, you know Kentucky is about as bad as you can get in the Discord. We yeah. hate Kentucky. We are not betting on Kentucky for the rest of our life. You can bet on the opposite side. You cannot bet on Big Blue Nation for the rest of the year because they are terrible to watch. And he's telling me, oh, Creighton's terrible. Stop with your Big East talk. So that's just a little sidebar that we had with Sean out there because <sighs> that game was, I mean, it's going to be fun. I'm a college basketball junkie, but that game fun. is going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right. Give me the You know Sunday. who else you shouldn't bet on? Um, Villanova. Let me tell you something. I was so disappointed in myself last night because I thought I had seen something oh. that was wise to do. The game started at 11, which is also oh. a, time, <laughs> a time in which you don't want to have to stay up to watch. I you, watched you're it. kind of like, I watched do I game. really want to stay up and watch this? Stanford men's basketball is horrible. I genuinely think oh, no. that you could round up the best men's leagues players in Cincinnati. I'm talking about courts for sports. Maybe Spooky Nook. I mean, go around to the 
um, I don't know, all the different YMCAs that probably have leagues, church leagues. You get the best seven guys, 35 and up, and they wax Stanford. I digress. Yeah, I, I watched it. I also stayed up. I was watching. It tipped off at 11, San Francisco and Portland. Uh, I watched that game, watched that whole game pretty much. Uh, had San Francisco. Didn't cover. Tough. Tough. Well, you're due. You're due. All right, the Sunday guide. This is what you can look forward to on Sunday. Big noon kickoff. You got Marquette versus Xavier, a ranked matchup at the Taz. So you can watch a half or the beginning of that one. So that's going to be a good game. And then you get right into the NFL slate. There's some other good college <laughs> basketball games throughout the day. But you got the Dolphins versus Buffalo. You can turn that off right about 2 o'clock because it's going to be 35 to nothing. Then you can watch whatever college basketball game's on. Then you could go into the Vikings-Giants and then wrap it off with Sunday Night Football at Paycor Stadium. So you got a great weekend of sports. Lots to bet on on Betfred Sportsbook, which I guess brings us into the vault. The vault. Well, like I said, it's been a tough night last night. I've missed out on two teams so far that I put probably more on than I should have. One is Villanova. I know Paul's going to say, oh, bet Villanova tonight. I'm not betting on Villanova out of principle. They're terrible. Then on the other end is Stanford basketball. I don't plan on ever watching them ever again, regardless of whether or not they're good. I will not. It's like a principle, a line in the sand. I watched eight minutes of that game last night, and it was eight minutes too long. So I haven't dug deep into this, but as far as the vault goes for me, folks, I'm going to keep this relatively straightforward and simple. I'm going to put a half a unit on. Well, you can't do this mostly of because you're Bengals fans. I'm going to put about a half unit on all three of the big favorites to lose one of them to lose and then I am going to go I'm going to go in on this Dolphins take I'm going to take the Dolphins I'm also going to take a money line and um, Monday I do plan on putting a pretty good wager on the Cowboys so Brandon Brady got any puck oh we got a good puck one tonight let's go I haven't let's bet go. on puck in a couple days well you know it I think my record's four and two overall since we Love started it. doing this okay tonight's pick the Winnipeg Jets money line Parlayed with Sidney Crosby anytime goal scorer. That's plus 650 odds. The Jets have won six out of seven. I did my research. Jets have won six out of seven, and 14 of Crosby's 21 goals have come at home. The game's in Pittsburgh. Now, you're a big puck guy. Did you see the way our Dallas Stars lost yesterday? Mm. It's tough. Mm. tough. Tough at it. Casey. Casey, you got a parlay for us. I do have a parlay. They almost uh, always almost hit. Almost always <laughs> almost hit. It's only a four-leg parlay for the Bengals. And let me tell you, I actually really like this one a lot. All right. I got, Love I got it. Fire me up, Casey. Book it. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. 25-plus receiving yards. Mm, T. Higgins, 45-plus receiving yards. Mm. Okay? That's not too hard. That's not too hard. J.K. Dobbins, 55-plus rushing yards. Oof. And one touchdown for him. That's the only way they're going to score. What are so. the odds on that? What are the odds? Plus 700. Okay. Casey hit a four-digit parlay last Sunday night football. So he's going to hit. Didn't even have the heart to tell anybody. That's no. what's Wait, crazy. What? He hit a four-digit. Well, it's because Sunday night football. I appreciate that, Casey. Because, I I, 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 like I said on the show, I never share a parlay either. I don't talk about it. But I knew that Trace and I were going to be on the same side of that game, so I wanted to have somebody to work with. So I, I get it. You don't share a parlay. What do you mean? Well, you just, you just don't put it in the chat. I don't want to be Here's what happened. It would be like me this weekend putting a sizable wager 
on the Ravens money line. The last thing that I would want to do and Casey wanted to do is come in and tout his Lions favored parlay when he had Paul on the end of a bet that had $800 on it. And I'm obviously a Packer fan. So he didn't want to come in the chat saying he had a four leg parlay all on the Lions and say, oh, Oh, who cares? It, just it, go ahead and send it, it. it hit, Seho. Just, well, just to be, just to be. You should celebrate it. Who cares? Just who to cares be, about our feelings? Well, okay, yeah. So, just to be it's clear, just money. Just to be clear, mine was a free bet to win like eight hundred dollars. Not, I didn't have eight hundred dollars on the. So this was actually, game. actually, cash, Casey, that you won big on with the Lions. Say it again. I'm sorry. Was this cash or a free bet? No, it was cash. All right, you should brag about that. <laughs> Before we get to the uh, wheel of lunch, is that like not betting a, etiquette? Like I don't. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, kind of. Oh, okay, Did you well. have a pick, Greed? Take the fight in the line eye tonight to beat Tom Izzo's Michigan State Spartans. Dayton, uh, I know I'm not allowed to be in the vault, so I'll just be on the outs. I'll guard the vault. Yeah, yeah. good idea. I'll guard the vault. I'll guard the vault because Paul, your boy Paul, is as cold as ice right now. We That's not first. true, Paul. You're due. See, why aren't you? Why aren't you? Let's, let's My boys hitting live bets wait, wait, wait. left Listen, and right. I'm hitting live bets like crazy. Gonzaga I am. Last night was so I am easy. up so much money on. I've honestly have not bet pregame straight bets as much as I have just waited on these live bets that I know are going to happen. Gonzaga three games in a row. I mean, it's unbelievable the live betting profitable for me this so year. So why isn't Paul allowed? Paul, the before you give me your but, pick, go ahead. In the Discord, Ireland moments. After I said, take a line eye minus six and a half against Michigan State. Oh, no. He said, take Michigan State plus six and a half. So I'm, okay. feel, I'm feeling good. Okay. I'm feeling good. All right. All right. Ireland's a close friend of Paul's. Yeah, Paul, yes. the only thing in gambling that should matter is if you're hot or really cold. If yeah. you're consistent, winning and or losing, that matters. So whatever you're doing right now, Paul, <laughs> I'm not saying you need to wage your money on it. But I want you to continue to – you need to stay in the zone, baby. You need to lock it in and stay right where you're at. You just need to figure out what feels right, let everybody know, and we'll all do what we're supposed to do in regards to that. Yeah. What do you you just keep doing that, Take Paul. that for what it's worth. So here's, here's what we're going to do. On, the, on my podcast, the line has moved a couple of points. I, I had Villanova at plus one. This looks like it might end up being at two or three. It's already up to minus one and a half. Uh, I God, I don't know. Villanova's Villanova's terrible. I would not take them as favorites. I like them as a one point underdog. The one thing I will say, uh, Dayton has has played every A ten game. They've won every A ten game so far by at least twelve. They're at seven and a half tonight at home. Finally get a, that home game uh, on a Friday night. Seven and a half. I'm fading Kentucky tomorrow. I don't care what the line is. I do agree with Brandon that um, you know there is there is going to be a Kentucky game this year that they win where they they shouldn't at Tennessee against a team that matches up very poorly for Kentucky. I don't think this is that spot. And then Sunday, the Xavier and Marquette over is going to be like 160-something. But, I mean, I don't know. I, there's two best two of the best offensive teams in the country, and neither one of them really play defense. So take that for what it's worth. So just, just mapping this out right. You're saying take Villanova tonight, take the Flyers tonight, take – Tennessee tomorrow and take the over in the, the Xavier Marquette game. Yeah. So what is Mark it down, baby. Yeah. When will that Tennessee line come out? Uh probably, probably in the morning. I don't know. Right. It'll probably Maybe be somewhere tonight. in like thirteen and a half. Here's the night. Here here's here's no, a, what time does it come out? Like how many hours in advance? 
Was it like 18 know. hours, 16 hours? Some, something like that. Usually about 18. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now that we've weeded all, all, the, all the fake people out, like we do this every time, right? We, we, we try to sit around. We make up these terrible, terrible segments towards the end of the show. And we're like, we need to find the true OGs. Here's what we're going to do. Instead of just chiming in and just putting in a chat and saying, hey, I'm here for the 10 extra entries. Because at this point, you'd have 20 if you're doing your math right. Here's what we're going to do. This isn't this isn't uh, this isn't a lie. But I'm going to say I'm not. This isn't facetious. There's no joke involved here. This is very accurate. I don't want you to take Paul's excuse that he uses from time to time on this show and says, "Well, I didn't think you were being honest. I didn't want to put the bet in." Here's the absolute truth. If you're a gambler, or even if you're not a gambler, I it doesn't matter. You're you're welcome to put in the chat. I want one pick that you have throughout the entire weekend we're going to spend another five minutes on this show just, just shooting the breeze giving you guys enough time here's what we're going to do a chatterbox we're going to get on betfred we're going to put a ten dollar wager on this ridiculously long parlay that i fully expect to happen in the chat is it going to hit probably not but it'll be fun watching it and what's going to be real fun coming back to the chat Especially if only one person hits, or one person loses, excuse me, and being able to razz them in the chat. So every single person has to put in their pick, and if there's an alternative pick, right? If there's a situation where one person picks one thing, we take the first. contradicting, we're going to take the first, first pick, not the contradictory pick. The other thing I say, and I, I wanted to look this up, and while I have a chance to look this up, we talked about elite appetizers on this show already. I want one of you folks that are near a computer, which is all of you right now, not talking into the microphone directly. I want you to look up the Texas Roadhouse in Hamilton right now, and you tell me if it's open. Oh, that sounds good. And we will not be doing the Wheel of Lunch if it is open, because we're going to go and we're going to have a nice company outing at Texas Roadhouse and enjoy our lunch into this glorious television weekend. Also, I know that everyone's in here putting money line. That's fine. It doesn't have to be money line only. I think we could do props. We could probably maybe do props. We'll have to figure oh, that out. I already got two in there. We got two in there. Tori said it's closed. It's oh. closed? That can't be right. How is it closed unless on? Talk Billy Yanks is open. Now, let's start talking about uh, Texas Roadhouse. We even talking about those. It it's, says it's those open. Rolls. It says it's open. Maybe, maybe they're talking about a uh, betting line they're trying to do. Alex instead. says it's open per Google. There's some excitement. All right, we got to double check. I must, be on. On, I must be on tape delay. Well, the, we're yeah, all on 11, tape delay. 11 to 11. All right, it's we're, open. we're in. We're there. Can I eat it? It's done. I'll drive separate in case I can. Yeah, well, if you do, just go get your food and just bring it in like like an eight-year-old does McDonald's when you go to a That's nice exactly restaurant. Right. God, my brother, he... Poofy-haired fancy boy says Burrow throws for 2,000 yards. Take it. Good odds. Got good odds. Jake, we, we already put Jamar to score one time, so we're not going to put Jamar to put it in two times. Oh, wait, Paul. Yeah, you're allergic to peanuts. They isn't. Don't you throw peanuts on the ground there? No. no got rid of that. So, so the word on the street is that since COVID, they've got rid of that. What? They did. That's one of the great traditions. Well, Sorry, I'm sure, Paul. I'm sure that they, 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 they had two nights of uh, consecutive nights at Roadhouse where they didn't have to sweep up those peanuts. Like, wow, this is and nice. And they collectively looked around and said, 
That's like the bars. The bars. We're one hundred percent not doing the this bars anymore. of the banks are getting rid of like bottled beer. They're like cans. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah. Trying to find Canassis. <laughs> Everett. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> Good You're job. Everett. Plus four. <laughs> I mean minus four. Sure guy, Everett. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the real man. Well. Is that all we got? Come on. If you're in here, I need a pick. Let's go. We've got five Let's bets. Let's go. I mean, As of now. five is ridiculous. There's 101 people watching Plus right now. 1,700 right now. You've got to find a way to put it in here. And if we you got, don't put it in here... We got Jacksonville. Plus 120. Also... Jamar Chase, even money. Forgot to say this. I forgot to say this. We will be I will be personally writing down every person's name with their pick. If it hits... It's like split the pot, okay? We'll cash app. Mix it anytime. Touch cash app and Venmo. All of the winners of the group. But it's split the pot. Company gets half. Free. It's free. I mean, what more do you want? Also, could you hit the like? We have 98 people watching. We have 61 likes. My assumption is that some of those 61 likes were from, from people prior. Over Can you please just like the video? And you might think that that means nothing, Gosh, but let me man. tell you something. Soccer. The YouTube algorithm, it matters. People Jake, Mike Williams isn't playing. Yeah, come on, Jake. Come on, Jake. By the way, we also have the ability to um, retract some of these if they make no sense at all. Like Burrow, 2,000 yards. Book it. <laughs> We need to uh, write these all down. You ready? Who's writing these down? I've, I'm putting them in my Betfred book right now. You're able to keep up with all that? that I'm, I'm with it right now. That seems next to impossible. Yeah, I'm, right I'm taking now. a picture of the chat right Kentucky now. Kentucky Moneyline. I can't find Chelsea. Oh, right no. <laughs> Don't make no. it. No. Yeah. That's my bet. That, that's, I'm, I'm putting some money on when it comes out. Jake, find a different play. You can do it, Jake. Five bucks. It's a foot long, or it used to be. Was the $5 footlong the biggest scam in the history of this country? Why was that a scam? What? No, that was the greatest marketing tactic and the greatest deal of all time. And now, it, dude, now it's like $9. Yeah. Just like just like the five for five at Arby's, that was the best thing growing up. And now it's like <laughs> Inflation. you can't get two things for $5. How good? And mean, they got rid of potatoes. Time out. You talk about appetizer sides, potato cakes at Arby's. Who does Dawson know? Are no longer the Bills. They got rid of them. I was a big Arby's guy. That's 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 Bush League. What? Maybe I'm misremembering the five dollar footlong. It was five dollars and it was a footlong sandwich. You at don't. Subway. Yeah. What do you maybe you I'm, don't forget the five dollar footlong. But wasn't it? It was like there were only a few of them you could pick from. No, it was any of. No, you must have gotten the game late. It's I must have been in the game late. It changed like five years ago, where like or maybe longer now, yeah, where longer. it'd be like the one of the the month, the week, the week, or the no, excuse me, I we. Completely butchered that. We will get it right now. It was the day. Every single day of the week oh, they yeah, had Tuesday like Tuesday was like meatball, yes. whatever. And all right. What happened at the beginning was let's be honest, margins were pretty pretty good on a five dollar sandwich, right? They were probably paying like two dollars, two dollars and fifty cents for any any kind of I think sandwich. They had some you could PR get. stuff going on too. And that was before, but oh. the, that was before that mishap. Oh, okay. If you want to call it a mishap, it was a little more than a mishap. But before Jared was known for different things, yeah. Jared was a part of the greatest marketing tactic in the history of fast food. Oh, yeah. He went from like, a, yeah. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Subway was a dynasty of marketing for a five-year stretch. 
And then it just went incredibly downhill. It's similar to... Um, now it's Wendy's. Whopper, 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 Whopper. Single, double, triple, Whopper. BK. Have it your way. Isn't that Burger you King? You rule! Yeah, you guys just... Yeah. You just said it was oh, Wendy's sure. and you just Wendy's. did a Burger yeah, King deal. Burger but King. hey, I mean, hey. Paul loves That's Wendy's. why these guys Close aren't enough. that bright. Close enough. By the way... One more leg. One more leg. How and many Bet legs Fred do we have? We've got seven because Betfred will not let us use multiple player props on this parlay. Tough. Mixed with teams. That's just what you get out of this. Um, Seth said this show's in the tank. It's This show starts in the tank, Seth. Yeah. It's been in the tank. Seth, you got a pick? Did he already put a pick in? Come on, Seth. Get us a college basketball Come on, pick Seth. tomorrow. Seth said Kansi is plus four, so he's already in. Yes, he that's on there. Is it is it Kansius? How do you say that? Kinesis? Kinesius? Is it Kinesius? Yeah. Actually, we need one for today. Give me one more college basketball pick, and we'll put it in at eight legs. Oh, man. Did you get Everett Spieth finished top ten? Ooh, no. Golf. Tori, if you go to Texas Roadhouse, you will not be hangry. You just won't be. That's the beautiful thing about a free appetizer. You sit down, whether you're hungry or whether you're just trying to buy some time, you got something beautiful in front of you. Mexican restaurants have figured that out for years. Years. I mean, I go to Mexican restaurants. Simply for chips and salsa. That's it. I'd be like, you know what? I don't know if I want anything, but uh, chips and salsa sound great. So I'm just going to go there, and then you end up spending $40 because you wanted chips and salsa for three. Wait, you, they charge you for the chips and salsa? You wanna? No, they don't. But I'm saying like it's a three dollar type of meal, right? Like uh, if you were to go buy it at the store, it's like three bucks, maybe yeah. maybe more now. I mean, inflation is a, a little bit of a all time high. But all right, Spieth would get it to a ten leg through nine legs. We are. Yep. What I gotta got? find this on Betfred's app, so I don't want to. I don't want to take it for forever. We'll put it in the Discord the final bet slip. But yeah. right now we got the Nevada Reno Wolfpack. Love Minus it. two. Dawson Knox to score in the Dolphins-Bills game. Chelsea to win on the three-way money line. Oh, win straight up. Oh, yeah. Who oh, they, boy. Who's their match against? Oof. Crystal Palace. Crystal oh. Palace. Canisius, is that how you pronounce it? Canisius. Canisius, Golden Griffins, minus 170. The 49ers to win, minus 580. The Tampa Bay Bucks to win, plus 120. Jamar Chase to score anytime. And the Jacksonville Jaguars to win outright. A ten dollar at this is this is before we put in the final leg. A ten dollar wager would win you seventeen hundred dollars. Ten dollar founding father, without mm. a father, worked a lot harder to get a lot farther. Should I keep going or no? You do like Lynn Manuel Miranda. I like Hamilton. If you've never seen the play I do too, Hamilton, Trace. if you've never seen the play Hamilton, do yourself a favor and just go go check it just out. Pat Seriously, show. that's elite. Elite entertainment. I wouldn't even put it in its own. I wouldn't even put it in the category of um, theater. Is that the is that the category it's supposed to be in? I wouldn't even do that. I mean, it's just it's beyond theater. It 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 spans outside of that just specific form of entertainment. It is in its own form, which is specifically entertainment itself. So, all right, Texas Ra- just saying. We'll put it in the Discord. Ravens quarterback Tyler Huntley said his shoulder feels good, estimating in the 90th percentile. Asked if he's been told he's starting on Sunday night, Hunt- Huntley said, quote, it's a game-time decision. 
right. We'll put the we'll put the final parlay in the Discord. Let's go eat. And we got a video board. Well, let's have ourselves a weekend, all right? Yep. Let's have a good weekend. What did that? What did that? Let's pay have out? a good weekend. What did that? Let's pay have out a good one weekend. Time? This is before we put in Jordan Spieth. Yeah, what, what's it pay Before out? we put in Jordan Spieth, $10 pays out $1,700. $1,700. Get ready for them Venmos and cash apps on Monday afternoon. Just got to find a way. Just one game at a time. That's it's all we got to do. We just got to win one game at a time. And just like the Dolphins, if so, you're listening to this show, which I know that you are, just one play at a time. One of the bets the is... The big bad bills aren't as bad as you think they are. They are not. In what, fact, they're frauds. They're frauds. The Bengals, the Bengals are going to host three home playoff games. Ready for it? Ravens, Chargers. Who's the last team that they're going to no, play? No, no, Ravens, Dolphins, Chargers. Well, yeah, the Dolphins. They would they they have the best seat, so it would go Ravens, Dolphins, Chargers. We got a uh, people asking in the chat when the tickets are going to be chosen. The ticket winner after lunch tomorrow oh. at noon. Right. We're like 800. What are we? 80 short right now? Somebody yeah, dig that. We're up. like 80 short. 80 short, people. Come on, tell a friend. Second place gets to watch at the Avenue with Reed. All right, we're going to <laughs> Texas Roadhouse. We also got some other things that we need to get done today, so we're going to move this along. Enjoy your weekend. We will be back here on Monday. Hopefully, many of you will be celebrating. I do believe that's going to happen. And if for some godforsaken reason that doesn't happen, just promise that she'll come back by Wednesday. Okay? That's all I ask. We'll see you. Take care, everybody. See you, everybody.